Oh, you're listening to the Merman Podcast. I'm your host, Merman Turby, and my special guest has... From now on, when a new episode drops, it'll be on a Monday. That way it can correlate with Merman or Mercrush Monday. Oh, you're listening to the Merman Podcast. I'm your host, Merman Turby. And my next guest is very special. He's been mentioned in the Merman podcast numerous times. I think at least once in every interview. But he's been in TV and all over the internet. You've seen pictures of him. He's very active in the community. And he's the one, the only Merman Christian. Welcome to the show. Well, it is a pleasure to be on here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I've heard nothing but good stuff about you. I think we've all admired you, too, a little bit. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, that's always very good to hear and know. <laughs> now, um, you've been mermaiding for a minute. How long would you say you've been like doing it uh. and doing it officially? Oh gosh. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's definitely be, been been a, a minute, like a, a very lengthy minute. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess let's see here. I guess the best way to say this is, um, well, I discovered the mermaid business back in 2011, mm-hmm. and I didn't become merman Christian until January of 2013. So oh, I've. Cool. Yeah, so seven seven years this month. Yeah. Wow. So like do you know the actual date? I, I do. It's it's actually um January fourteenth is when I um opened my official page. How <laughs> oh, cool. Are you gonna have like a party or anything to celebrate? Uh maybe maybe at the ten year mark. You know, I kinda like to do like a you know, really celebrate on like those milestone years. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, um, that's that's a good idea. I really didn't think about that. I I probably should kind of organize something, maybe with yeah. my uh, my my girls. So oh, there you go. Or maybe do like just a brief little live stream of you swimming or yeah, your tails or whatever. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, look at you! Full <laughs> ideas. Uh, I try. Um, now, have you been into? mermaids since you were little or did it kind of come later oh oh no absolutely i was i was definitely a water baby when i was a kid i mean i i was the kid that you could not get out of the bathtub even though it would be pretty much ice water by the (laughs) by the time (laughs) i was ready to get out of there same thing with uh the ocean you know i would be the first kid in and you know i'd have to be dragged out of there with you know once my lips turned blue and (laughs) I had just boxes and boxes of rubber dolphins and sharks and octopi and, you know, just all these toys that I had, you know, I had in the bathtub. I mean, at the time, you know, I'm a kid, I'm a child from the 80s. So we that's when Ninja Turtles was born. So they had Mm -hmm. this character called, I remember, Ray Filet, and he was a, a half human, half manta ray guy and that was my favorite toy ever oh, <laughs> i think it... i still have him somewhere 
Oh, cool. Didn't they have a character called Merman, too? Or am I thinking of He-Man? Yeah, that might have been He-Man. Okay. But yeah, I was, uh, my grandpa taught me how to swim, and I went through swim fins every summer. Like, I had to get a new pair every year, like a pair of shoes. Oh, (laughs) cool. just wore them out so much and then um that's kind of when i started figuring out how to swim with my legs together mm-hmm. and it but i mean what really kicked all that off like the real love of mermaids was uh when i saw splash for oh, the first yeah time. now i you know i remember it had come on and this was around the same time the little mermaid had come out in theaters now i was only five years old when the little mermaid came out so i vaguely remember going to the theater to see it but i mean i do remember losing one of my toys in the theater <laughs> so that's my first little mermaid experience was i lost one of my toys Aww. but uh but yeah but then it was not long after that when um splash came on the tv and i was just kind of you know so you know I'd, I'd seen ariel and but then when i saw madison because she was just so realistic yeah and, her tail was just different from Ariel's. And I was like, Ooh, I like her. She's real. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I'm an 80s baby too. And I totally know what you mean. And I remember I would just, you know, I, I would always tell my, my mom or my dad, you know, when splash going to come on again, when's splash going to come on again. <laughs> so that, the next time it came on, they were, they were ready with that VHS to record. Uh, and then I got it for my birthday when I was, a, my dad bought it for me for my birthday when I was about eight. Oh, cool. So do, do you think like back then, did you prefer Madison or Daryl Hannah over Ariel or were uh, they just kind of both separate? Uh, I would, I would definitely say Madison a lot more. Mm-hmm. You remember that I, I wanted a Little Mermaid doll, though. And I remember we got a, a friend of mine at the time. She um, It was her birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. And we, my parents got her an Ariel doll. And I kept trying to sneak into the box and open it because I wanted to play what? with it. But <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. But, yeah. I, but, no. As, as I... Uh, my passion for mermaid and then i started drawing pictures of mermaids and then i would draw and um i guess you could always say i've kind of always been an artist because i was always drawing and all that and um my my grandparents used to get me these huge jumbo sheets of paper Ooh. and i would draw life-size pictures of or, of madison and and I, <laughs> I drew them very accurately because you know Madison does not wear a top, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember my mom's sister. Like there was like a some sort of family like cookout or something, and I brought this. You know, I brought the cutout of it with mm-hmm. Madison's um, breasts. Uh- <laughs> you know, full display and my mom's sister just busts into her big cackling laugh that she has and (laughs) and then my mom talked with me she was like if you're gonna draw madison you need to draw her hair over top of that area (laughs) (laughs) so back even back then i was on point with detail oh man i wish i could have been there that would have been like so funny just to watch like your kid or niece or nephew or whatever just pull out this paper with a picture of boobs on it yeah yeah 
<laughs> no shame here. <laughs> um, so do you, um, or at least I remember, but I remember like after Ariel came out, there was like a whole bunch of mermaid toys, like roughly a year or two after that. Like I remember in yeah. kindergarten and first grade, people having them. Right. That was kind of the the onslaught start of a lot of mermaid dolls. Cause then yeah, like Fisher Price started coming out with their own and Barbie and Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing and then they had a million different versions of Ariel's tail after that. Like they had tropical Ariel. They had color shifting mm-hmm. Ariel. You know, they had it was just it got crazy. But I mean it I it was I remember I remember all of that. Mm-hmm. I remember actually, eBay. <laughs> yeah, yep, you're right. I totally remember Tropical Ariel because her pin was like a bright yellow. I yeah. Think. And you know, to this day, I still do not have an Ariel doll. I have a what? King Triton doll, but oh, I do cool. not have an Ariel doll. So now, as I said, the powers of eBay, I think I might have to go and uh and go and buy one. I mean, but I'm I'm trying to decide now. The aerial dolls, like actually, as in um face and hair, the ones that they have now are phenomenal looking. But right. their, their tails, are, they all suck. Yeah, they do. It's just they got cheap with like like the flukes all like the fluke. It's just it's just mesh. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. that, that's no, that's not how her fluke looks. I, so I'm thinking maybe I'll buy a doll that's re- like more modern but i might go on ebay and find the tail from the 80s one that i always wanted and slap it on her oh that'd be cool because i yeah, actually I, so. I, I remember the fin from the 80s one being like big and like um, they were big and shiny and yeah. i forgot what material that they were made of but i i do know what material it is but i, I never uh, my my seamstress and she's also one of the mermaids on my team she she would know in a heartbeat what it is hmm um i think i don't want to say it's like lemay or lime or whatever Maybe. no it's mm. oh i have to ask her and i will get back to you on that <laughs> thank you um so when you were growing up like after like we'll say maybe teens pre-teens were you still into mermaids or did you kind of drop it a little bit as you got uh, older? I dropped it a little bit. Um, I know when my, my younger sister, she, um, she started getting into mermaids and then I would, I, I would draw pictures of her as a mermaid. And I, I even drew her up a little children's book. Mm. So that kind of, and that was when I was in high school. So I kind of briefly came back for a, a hot second and then it just kind of dissipated and be- because that's when I started really getting into um, like horror movies and filmmaking okay. and all that. So I kind of got set aside. And then, uh, yeah, that kind of resurgence came back. I mean, it, it came back like tenfold. <laughs> yeah. When I, uh, back in 2011, when I discovered the mermaid community, because I remember seeing, I was on YouTube randomly one day, because, you know, that's what you do on YouTube. You just go right. in there and type in stuff if you're not yeah, on a mission yeah, totally and um i just happened to type in mermaid one day and i and then in like in the search uh, in the bars up top like the cat the link of a professional mermaid came up i was like oh what's that and then i mm-hmm. clicked on it and i it's a video of uh hannah frazier mm-hmm. 
I would like I sat watched that. I was like, whoa, wait, this is this is a thing. This is a real thing here. And so then that kind of started my research of the mermaid community. And then I, you know, I discovered Mermaid Cariel and then I discovered Mermaid Melissa. And I was like, okay, well, there's where's the guys at? Yeah. Yeah, like for me, I think it's just maybe been, or at least I've noticed the past few years that mermen have really like came to the surface. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I started in the business, like literally I could count on one hand the the mermen that I had seen. But at the time, you know, um, none of them were out there doing what the things that like Hannah hannah was doing or cariel was doing like like the real like you know GoPro like hardcore mm-hmm. i mean eric um i mean the Taylor was he was you know he was still making you know he was making his tails back then so he was one of the first mermen i saw and i was like oh wow right. these tails are, are available these are awesome but I felt like no, but um, no, but no, the mermen I'd seen really, I mean, aside from, from Eric, you know, n- none of them were really taking it, like I said, to like that, like frontier level. And, you know, I used my, I, I really said, I was like, okay, well, I kind of see, you know, I have a background in film. I have a background in television. I have a background in theater. And I, you know, I grew up obsessed with the ocean. So let me see. I wonder, you know, I'm kind of seeing maybe an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. but you know i'm gonna have i'm definitely gonna be i had to really sit down and weigh like all the pros and the cons of what i was gonna be up against so i was i thought i'm like okay well you're gonna your top priority is gonna have to really sell yourself and get people to take you seriously oh you're a professional merman oh right. i get it and that was really the the hardest kind of peak of the mountain that I had to climb at that time do you remember when you were contemplating it like kind of like what was going through your mind at the time like the do's and the don'ts or the pros and the cons that you mentioned well I well the things I sat down and thought about you know was the I mean aside from the being taken seriously I I had to think about like okay well I'm gonna have to market myself here and I'm going to have to really do my research and go on a lot of websites and, you know, take some, you know, read up on promotion and social media marketing and all that. So I, that was one thing I researched. Then I discovered, I discovered like, okay, like, well, what exactly do you want to do as a professional merman? Like, you know, like, are, are you going to want to do birthday parties? Are you going to want to do, um, be like a speaker at events and, are you going to want to do um, teach a class, you know, and mm. now looking back at it, I, I've, I did it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You really have went for it. It was just one thing after the other. So. Do you remember like when, when it was or like where you were when you decided to like buy your first tail or like what gave well, you that but- final push? thing was was that i didn't buy my first tail i made my first tail oh cool yeah i mean i bought bought the materials to make my tail but right um yeah i made my first tail well when i just kind of set out to create this character that i 
I portray. It's, you know, I wanted him to be a piece of me, but I thought about like, okay, well, what, what kind of merman am I going to be here? You know, what are, what are the things that make me the happiest when it comes to the, to ocean life and marine life? Mm-hmm. So I've, I've always been obsessed with tropical water, like coral reefs, you know, all the tropical fish that live in them, um, you know, the islands, palm trees, you know, so I, I was, I knew I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be a tropical merman. So that then, of course, that was like, okay, well, I'm not going to just do the standard, oh, blue tail, green tail. Yeah. You know, I was, I'm going to do, I'm going to hit that, this business with the brightest tails as I can, I can go, but realistic bright too. You know, I don't, I, I use, when it comes to crafting a tail, I, I get an inspiration from a single fish, but then I might borrow other pieces from other tropical fish too, to try to just kind of like even out my colors. And so I, I created my, my first tail that I call tropic and I name all my tails too. So I, I called it tropic thunder. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was, uh, if you, if you go back and look way, 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 way back, that was my, um, it, it had a blue, I had a purple base body and it transitioned into an aqua blue and then a, a lime green. And then the fluke had shades kind of of had shades of um, dark, um, dark aqua blue, then a turquoise and then a, a, a little bit more lime green, then a lemon yellow and then a little bit of a gold yellow. So that was kind of the first incarnation of me. And I made it out of um, neoprene and silicone. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I kind of had my own little hybrid going on there. Yeah, actually, I, I'm on your website. And I'm looking at it right now. It's very tropical. But like, man, you really dove right in and you weren't playing when you made it. You didn't bother. Oh, no, it's not playing. It took me about two months to make it. Mm-hmm. So because I, I really didn't have any idea what I was doing. So uh, now the, the fluke is not a full silicone fluke. It's actually um, I built my own monofin inside of it. And then I did a layer of a, a material that I will not name because that was my own little secret back then. But oh, then I did a layer of silicone over top of it to encase it. Oh, OK. Huh. Now, on your website, it has retired do you still have it or did that it kill? is packed away safely in a box it's definitely no longer wearable okay it's 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 cry it's falling apart oh well at least <laughs> um, you still have it i do have it i i'm saving it because eventually i want to cut the fluke off and then frame it oh cool I mean, it's definitely going to have to be a big frame because that right. thing is about three five inches across. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you were making it, were you like YouTubing tutorials or just kind of? Um, I, I did a little bit. I did when I was building the body of it. And then um, I've always, like I said, I've always been really good at um, painting. Like, I was really good at watercolors in school and so when it came time to airbrush it, you know, it wasn't, it was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Lots of layers, lots of, uh, lots of masks. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Now, did you make any other tail? You know, picnic. Oh, I, yeah. I can that's, imagine. That's, that soaks it up like a sponge. 
<laughs> you gotta you gotta do layers of paint on the neoprene. Oh man. Did you make any other tails or is that like your one and only? Uh, no, I actually um, I constructed I, I constructed a, a bluish tail kind of in homage to my other favorite mermaid movie aside from Splash, which is the 13th year. And that that tail, I made that tail so quickly. And I just it, like I said, it was a rush job and I didn't really didn't have um time to really perfect that and so that tale is definitely no longer in existence that tale actually only lasted for about a month oh wow i only got a couple swims in it so oh. and then i the last tale that i actually constructed on my own was i made a replica of the splash tail mm -hmm. you actually have videos up on your youtube page of you swimming in it don't you Yes, I do. And I actually got um, props from Robert Short himself. Wow. What an honor. <laughs> yeah. So that was a that was a good moment in my in my merman career was I got props from Bob Short and um, yeah, I mean he's a friend of mine, so but he was like, you know, Christian, I've seen a lot of incarnations of the splash tale over the years. He said, You uh you nailed it. Wow. Now how, how long did oh sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, how long did it take you to make the splash tail or the Madison tail? Uh, that one only took about a month. Like, cause wow. I I had knew kind of more what I was doing by then. So yeah, I cranked that sucker out pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Did um, did he say how many they made originally for the movie? Um, I oh gosh, I can't. I'm trying to remember here because I took his I took his class at um. Um, NC Murfest when he when he spoke there and it, it was a great class so, like I learned you know I thought I was one of the biggest splash fanboys out there but no I, I there were some things that he said in that <laughs> class that I never even knew had happened and I'm like well the oh. more you know shooting star flies over my head <laughs> <laughs> um what was his class like oh it was so great like he had hit a slideshow and like there were so many behind the scenes pictures from the film that I had never seen. And, um, and one, and I, um, one thing I thought was cool that he, I really enjoyed was he talked a lot about the, uh, the baby Madison tale or, you know, when, when we oh, see yeah. in the opening of Splash, right. The heart shaped fluke. And it's actually the fluke from the adult Madison tale, but just cut down. Huh? Yeah, and it was um, it was on a stick. Like uh, Bob was underwater, and it was on a stick. And he just, you know, when um, Shelley McCarvich, who played young Madison, she when she dove under, Bob was under there with her, and just flipped the fin up out of the water, and that was it. <laughs> huh? I'll be so down. all this time, I thought she she wished she had been in that tale. Like they had a baby tale for her, and I was like, God, why have I never seen any pictures of this thing? Right. Huh? The more you know. Yeah, exactly. But no, it was a great class, and Bob's a Bob's a great guy. Did he say like what it was like trying to get Daryl Hannah in the tale? Um, he he did. I mean, he you know we he did he did say that you know she couldn't eat anything because you know she couldn't go to the bathroom, and he he said right. it only took I think maybe 
because they had to once they got her in there they had to kind of glue her into it and then they had to apply all the makeup around her waist so it would blend in and oh, so like, yeah. it was a cool look like, they had special um makeup for her skin to give it that metallic look and even like right down to her fingernails like it was a head-to-toe aquatic piece which i thought was really awesome because like i said i'm a sucker for detail right and um he said it only took about i think maybe two hours to like once the full process was complete i i think Mm -hmm. i could be wrong (laughs) but i i know it was no it wasn't some crazy long amount of time right huh i'll be like i i don't know i just i never really thought to look in behind the yeah, scenes it's, of splash it's but... anybody's really asked me about splash so <laughs> I, I clearly i need to dust my cobwebs off myself well he, you definitely piqued my interest because i'm sure this weekend i'm gonna be googling and youtubing and all types of stuff about oh yeah now. And huh. let's not forget about Splash Two. That 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 oh, it is. Oh yeah. It is. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? You know, when I first, the first time I ever saw it was when I was actually a preteen. I was in middle school, and they had um. They this is back. You know, this is uh, back when the Disney Channel was were showing more more of like the adulter kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Um. And they they had Splash on, and then they had Splash 2. And at the time, I didn't even know Splash 2 existed. But then I saw that, like, a preview for it. I was like, what? So I remember just rushing, you know, at the end of, you know, rushing home after school, you know, to get ready for that that double feature. And when I saw it at the time, of course, I was geeking out because, you know, it was Madison again. But, and you know, just to see that tail in action again, even though it was a different tail constructed for the movie, but... But then I remember thinking, I'm like, oh wait, no, this is this is supposed to be Madison, but this is the this is the girl from 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 Wings and Problem Child playing her. Okay, hmm, right. So, but I mean, I, for what the movie is, it's it's a cute little movie. It's it's nostalgia. It's late '80s nostalgia. You know, it's it's fun. I mean, and it does have that catchy little theme song. I totally forgot about Splash 2 <laughs> until you mentioned it, but I've never seen it. I've yeah, never no, seen it's, pictures. I, it's on, it's, I do, I believe the whole movie is on YouTube now, and I, I it was in bits and pieces for a long time, but I do believe the whole thing is on there now. Okay. I'm but now we have that. Disney Plus, so you never know, it might pop up in there one day. Right, hopefully. I don't have Disney Plus, but I definitely get it if that came on. Um, now you you've done acting and you went to school. Mm-hmm. Did you ever like kind of? Well, okay. Um, I'm trying to think how to ask it. Like when you were, well, you went to school for marine biology, right? Yes, I, when I was in high school, I, I studied both marine bio and theater of course because i was a child actor as well oh okay did mermaids ever come into any of that you know at the time not really i was more excited about sharks (laughs) and jellyfish and squids and you know i never even really thought about mermaids at the time Mm -hmm. Um, so yep now 
you do like a ton of stuff outside of mermanning. I've seen you dressed recently, or I mean, actually, I don't know if it's recently, but it looked like you were dressed up as a um, a ringleader. Yes, yes. Uh, the ringmaster, as my character is. Um, that's yeah. That's for a new film that I've been working on called Shriek Show. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we just, um, it's it's been getting a lot of buzz lately, and which is, is great, because that's what you want for your film. <laughs> but we actually, we actually acquired three big actresses from iconic 80s horror movies, and we just oh, cool. shot, um, we just shot cameos with all of them uh, about a, a week ago. Oh, man. Yeah, we got, uh, we got uh, Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. She played Angela in the film. And then we have Beverly Randolph, who was Tina in Return of the Living Dead. And then... Oh, man. And this is where I really... I mean, I, of course, I fanboy out of, of all these women. But this is this one was a <laughs> surprise when I found out that we had landed her. We got Tuesday Night, who played Kristen Parker in Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, which is oh. my favorite here in elm street movies so when we when we got her i was just like whoa this, like, this isn't happening right oh man like and i uh, i actually wrote all of her it's an anthology film so and i i wrote all of her scenes as well and she she you know when we were on set and filming with her you know in between takes you know she would stop and be like you know christian am i doing a good job is this what you want and it was just you know, a, a very surreal moment to have, you know, this actress that I had grown up with watching this film, you know, one of my favorite horror films of all time, just countless times sitting here um, wanting my opinion and wanting me to, you know, kind of co-direct her on this. It was a such a surreal moment. And now we're, you know, we, we, we talk Ooh. a lot now. So she's actually getting the same car as me. <laughs> so like I can't I even imagine. Her, I messaged her the other day and I was like, girl, I said, Did you uh did you get that car yet? I said, You better send me a picture. And she's like, I'll <laughs> I'm I'm looking at them this week. I'm going, I swear. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, I, we're definitely gonna work with her again. And she, you know, she she said she can't wait to get on set with me again so it's it, it's pretty it's pretty awesome what well, yeah. what well, we got the amount of talent we got going on behind this film i mean not just the three of them too it's you know our whole cast it, we've we have a we have some of the returning uh actors that i know uh the director brad twig likes to work with a lot like mm-hmm. we're, we we call it the fuzzy mucky family because <laughs> that's the name of the production company but um we have we have some new casts this year and it's just it's it's a real good mix of different different talent and it's just all just has been flowing so great together and i just i can't wait till we're we're finished we're taking a little brief hiatus mm-hmm. wanted to get through the holidays and it, it does take place in october so we're going to resume production back in um in march because oh cool so you still kind of have, you know, the snow's kind of gone, but you still have like the fall leaves and, yeah. and all this. You know, that's how they filmed. Um, that's what they did when they filmed Halloween 4. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, that one was filmed in March. Hmm. I'll be damned. Have you ever incorporated mermanning with horror or uh, anything yes, like I that? Have. <laughs> I actually, uh, 
it was my uh, going back with uh, Brad Twig and Fuzzy um, Monkey Films. That was actually my second time working with him. Now I had this was this was on a film called All right, get ready for it. Okay, Milfs versus Zombies. What? <laughs> oh, I have yeah, to look it up. I kid you not. The title is it is it says it all. Ah, oh, I, I love it already. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I I was already playing a character in that film called Slade, and he's like this like biker, you know, former convict kind of guy. It's definitely the most ridiculous character I've ever played. But we had a we sh- well, there's a sequence in there that we we had a lot of different zombies in that film, and Brad asked me, he was like, so you want to be a zombie merman too? Uh, And I thought about, I'm like, well, wait, that, that hasn't been done before. Uh, Absolutely. Oh man. Yes. To answer your question. Yes. (laughs) I totally like, I'm going to look that movie up when, Oh, please do. Yeah. It's it's definitely something I would I would reckon I mean if I don't not sure if you drink or not, but it definitely grabs some some drinks when you're watching that movie. Okay. <laughs> hmm, that's an idea. Um now you have a lot of uh stuff on your website. I'm gonna link your websites too in the description. But um talking about coral reefs and everything, are you like a big advocate or like how do you feel about recycling and all that stuff i you know i've you know i i consider myself a conservationist i mean some I, or at least i do the i do the absolute best i can like i i stopped using straws unless it's a metal straw or a paper straw mm-hmm. you know over to reuse a reuse you know reusable water bottles and you know i i really do try to push what i preach right so I mean every I mean every little bit can help. I mean it, you know the the world is so and the plastic is so full of ocean. <laughs> let's let's rewind that there. Okay, this is this is the remix. Oh right. <laughs> it's so full of plastic and trash that you know I just I try my best to not use plastic when I can. You know it. I mean sometimes you know we're all human. We all make mistakes so sometimes it will slip by me and you know it it is what it is but I, re- I really do try to push that like I try to encourage people like you know to use paper straws to use reusable bottles to properly recycle their materials at their home or at work I, I mean no I know it um my job we I'm trying to push I mean we we got we have paper straws there now which are fantastic so wow. I'm like, okay, the next step is like we have, I, I would love to have more recycling bins around, around the premises. So, right. Uh, versus just being outside. Right. Now, so, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's your human job? Or if you don't <laughs> want to talk about it, no worries. No, um, aside from being in film and television on the side, I, um, I, uh, I work at medieval. I work for Medieval Times. Oh, cool! <laughs> I'm up. I'm. Uh, I'm in the. Sh- I'm an actor in the show. I'm part of the show cast. Oh wow! Now, does your work family know that you're a merman? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we kind of. I kind of tell, or my friend, um, a friend of mine, she referred to our location as the Mermaid Castle because. 
I'm there, and then my whole team of mermaids, um, four of them work with me. So I that's kind of how, yeah, we have the most the most mermaids of the company in our, our location. <laughs> oh, cool. Have you ever gotten to wear your tail at work? No, I haven't. Well, uh-huh. actually, when, in a way, I, I wore a tail. This wasn't back, I remember this. This was back in 2012. We have a we have a big Halloween party every year, and I came dressed as King Triton. So technically, I did have a tail in there at one point. <laughs> cool. Um, now, do like your friends and your family know that you're a merman, or do you kind of keep that? Under oh wraps? no, yeah, they are all very very aware. <laughs> But I have a fantastic support system around me, you know, it, and it's made, you know, going back to when I said about having to be taken seriously, it, they, it's really helped a lot, lot having them back me up on everything. So I've, yeah, I might like my mom's great. She's the mer mom. And, you know, I, I have a really good of of good friends that really support me. I mean, my, my best friend, God bless him. He came he came with me to a mermaid convention. Oh, cool. Because I, you know, I didn't have anybody to, I guess, kind of assist me at the mm-hmm. time. And I, I said to him one night, I was like, look, I need somebody that, you know, really loves and cares about me to go with me to this and just, you know, make sure I'm okay. Make sure I'm, you know, drinking water. Right. <laughs> and that's also strong enough to carry me. Like he's a big burly you know, thick mm. dude with a and a ponytail. So <laughs> and he, he went and he actually did an underwater photo shoot with me and he had never done cool. that before. And he, I was very impressed. He killed it. Huh. I'll be damned. So yeah, he's my, my pirate. Oh, how cool. Now was that at Mermania? It was, it was at the second, the second Mermania. Yeah. Back in uh, 2017. Okay. How many have you gone to? Oh man, I've been going to Mermaid Con since uh, 2013. Uh, the first one I went to was Merpalooza. That was down in um, Tampa. Mm-hmm. And then the following year was was the first NC Merfest and Raleigh, North Carolina. And then the obvious, and then the second, the next year was the second one. And then after that, it was uh, NC Mermania and Greensboro, and then. Then it was the second year of it, and then last year was Mermagicon in Manassas, and then I'm I'm getting ready to go to this year's one next month. Oh, cool. oh yeah, yep, you're right, February. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty pretty excited. I that I mean, I'm involved in a way, but I don't want to say what it is yet because they haven't. I I, I want it to be a surprise. So, <laughs> hmm, okay, we'll have to keep an eye out. Now, if a newbie wanted to go to a con, which one would you recommend for them to go to? Oh, goodness. You know, every con that I've been to has, has, I've had good memories or I've made good memories with and had good memories at too. So uh, I would say right now, probably Mermagic Con. Like I had a, a really good experience there last year and it was one of the, the more, it was one of the more, I, I want to say, chill cons I've been to. Really? So I, I would, I would definitely say, tr- give that one a try. It's okay. right in the middle of the 
coast, you know, it's, it's easily accessible. So yeah, I had a really nice time. Now, how many tales do you have? Well, in, in my history or currently? <laughs> um, both, if you want, or currently. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Historic-wise, I have had, oh gosh, let me look back at this here. Um, I want to, um, six, I want to okay. say. Yes. Yeah, six. Okay. Uh, three neoprene, three silicone. Okay. No, do you so prefer... currently, right now, I have just, uh, well, like I said, my Tropic Thundertail has been retired. And my, my girls on my team, actually, they have my Splash Tail. But that's kind of, that's about to hit, that's about to kind of become a dry event tail. So it's, it's, it's getting pretty shabby. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, but yeah, I currently have two silicone tails, one from Finfolk Productions and then my other one from Mer Taylor. And then I just got a, one of Finfolk's neoprene tails and I'm fixing that up for Mer Magicon and turning it into a hybrid. So I'm going to unveil it at the event as long as I'm finished by then. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can't tell us which one you got then. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you feel I should tell you which one I got? I've, or I've... I could tell you which one I got, but I'm just not going to tell you what I'm doing to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got the, they're from their recent lineup, the summer lineup that they had last year. I got the uh, Parrotfish Paradise. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the most tropically of the tropical ones that they came out with. Yeah, so. you're right. <laughs> And it has it has a bit of pink on it, and I thought mm -hmm. about this. It was like, you know, I've never really tackled pink before. I mean, could I could I do that? And then, but then you know, the tropical obsession comes in. I was like, well, there's a million tropical fish, male and female fish, that have pink on them. So yeah, yeah, I got this. yeah, yep. I, I mean, you have that bright. I don't know if it's quite neon, but that yellow tail. That you call Phoenix on your website by Mer Taylor. Oh yeah, that was that was my Mer Taylor spellbound. That is just that that's that's my highlighter tale, as I call yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't think I well as uh, my friend Hannah Burgess, uh, the Virginia mermaid. She um she said to me, she's like Christian, she's like babe, I don't think you can go any more tropical or any more. No, she said brighter, any more brighter than that. <laughs> I was like, ha, watch me, right. So, and I mean, the Parrotfish Paradise one, that's, that's going to be pretty bright too. But uh, my next Finfolk tail, my next sil silicone Finfolk tail is, is brighter. Oh. So that's, that's been in the making for quite some time, but um, I'm kind of, I kind of redesigned it and now I'm finalizing the way I want it to look. So, but I've, I've shown, kind of shown Abby and Bryn, the the concept of it, and yeah, they're they're freaking out. They can't wait to do it. Oh, cool! Now, do you prefer neoprene or silicone? Um, you know, I I started out in in this business in neoprene, so I really I love both of them for different qualities. Like, I love the I love the the buoyancy and the lightness of neoprene, and also mm -hmm. that you can attach things to it much easier. <laughs> But I love right. the love the um, the how much more of like a 
a ballast you have underwater when you have silicone and you know because i mean it kind of you can control your float like a real fish it's pretty it's pretty cool so i i like them both for different reasons but i guess if i had to pick one i i would say silicone okay hmm now if i chose the price tag between the two definitely <laughs> <me over. laughs> yeah what when you bought one from a company was it or i'm sorry the first one you bought from a company was it from finfolk or mer taylor or somebody totally different I, yeah it was um it was uh finfolk okay they did my uh my 13th well it's not an exact replica of the 13th year tail because i wanted to kind of put my own spin on it but it's definitely the fluke shape right detail just slightly a little larger no, you. So they were my. They were my first. Uh, my first big time silicone tail. Oh wow! Now that tail has given me a lot of a lot of great great times. How do you slip into it? Do you use like lotion or um, shampoo? Well, the full tail actually, it's it, it, um, the way it's constructed. I can literally just get my legs wet and slide right into that thing. Huh. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't need any any lotions or any any lube or anything like that. Uh, now the Mer Taylor, I I do. Now the foot pockets on the Mer Taylor one are different than the Finfolk one. Now the Finfolk one has the um, the uh, um, competitor monofin in it. So, um, but the the Spellbound tail is the foot pockets are made of silicone. So you know they those things suck to you. Yeah, they do. So I found the best thing to use on my feet are is is um, a thick conditioner. Okay. Yeah, that makes it that makes it pretty good. I mean, you definitely, you know, I, oh my God, I can't push this enough. Do, do not, you know, for any mers that are starting out in this business, do not ever use coconut anything <laughs> or lube because that is a food based product and you will increase that mold oh i never thought about that by you know a lot more so yeah oh. i definitely yeah do your do your homework and make sure you get things that don't have any kind of food base in them or anything that's going to wear down the the rubber or the silicone oh, that's good to know now what do you do to clean your silicone tails uh, well, the first thing I do when I get out of of an event, if it's a if there's a, a close by fresh water source, I immediately rinse it. I rinse the inside out, and then until I I leave the premises, and then once I get it back home, I I fill up the bathtub, and I you know I do antibacterial soap in there, and I just I just soak it for a good hour and a half. And then the drying process, I just slip um, two pool noodles inside, and then I have a small floor a small circular floor fan or desk fan that I put right up against right up against the opening and I let it I turn it just on full blast and I let it dry like that for a couple days okay. just to really make sure all the moisture is drawn out of there hmm I like it I always imagine taking a hair dryer to it and just <laughs> kind of trying to blow in there I mean there I know um, a friend of mine she made kind of like a constructed a like a a product out of uh, PVC pipe to where you could actually hook a hair dryer up to it huh. and it would blow, circulate and blow inside of it. It was actually really cool. I'll be damned. 
Now, do you belong to a merpod? Um. Well, I, I, I well, in a, I'm not really part of any official pods. I, I'm kind of more just friends with people that are in pods. But I, I have my own. I have a team that I'm, I'm a part of here, um, the Maryland Mermaids, mm-hmm. that I founded back in um, 2014. So, and I cool. acquired, well, I acquired, the, my first mermaid was um, uh, Mermaid Candesco, or, and then her twin sister really liked the idea of doing it, so then she jumped on board, and she's Mermaid Equide. I, I've, I post about them frequently on my Instagram, like, you probably see them pop up in some of my pictures. And, yeah, yeah the names ring a bell. Twin sisters, they're beautiful beautiful girls and i mean they're just beautiful individuals inside and out and um and then we acquire and then i just kept acquiring more mermaids <laughs> like i have um leona she's our lionfish mermaid um she took a little hiatus because she had a baby so and then I acquired and then we acquired um uh, mermaid candesco and equa's cousin sarah and her mermaid Mersona is um, Mermaid Calypso, so she we got her, and then our newest, and then we acquired um, Mermaid Reina from North from South Carolina. She's our melanin mermaid, and she, um, yeah, we got we acquired. She used to be a Ripley's mermaid down there in Myrtle oh, Beach. Wow. Yeah, so once she moved up here, and I I found that's what she did. I was like, oh no, mine. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yep. You're on this team. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and then now our newest one is um, Mermaid Misu. So she um, she's our she's our bra- our rainbow mermaid. Aww. So we we have a very diverse group of girls on my team, or at least I try to keep it that way. You know, because there's so many so many different fish in the sea, and you know, it's something I've preached mm-hmm. ever since I started in this business was that you know there's no mold that you need to really fit. Right. Yeah, I think mermaiding should be all about positive or uh, body positivity. Because we have oh, absolutely. everything. Absolutely. Do you have any mermen in your group? I do not. I am the only one. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I've been asked that, you know, like, are you ever going to acquire any other mermen? I was like, well, I just, that wasn't really something I thought about. But I mean, I, I, I'm absolutely open to it. Mm-hmm. I belong to a pod and there's only been one other guy that showed up and he had a fin but he didn't have a tail and then I, he never came to any of the other meetups so oh, I, I guess they're kind of we're still kind of rare maybe or not quite I, as common I mean I, mean, I, I, I agree with, with that you know a, a bit because like we we still yes we still are a rare thing especially in a lot of public appearances but now now you know since i've been doing this for seven years you know there's so many more mermen out there than there used to be and i mean it it makes me feel good that you know just seeing that they're being more accepted and more welcomed into this into this world and into this business and so I, absolutely, I I'd like to just keep keep seeing it go up. Right. Have you ever faced any prejudice or anything being a merman? Uh, I haven't really 
Uh, I, I've experienced some sexism, definitely. Hmm. And the worst thing I was ever called was a pedophile, so that was fun. I I worried about that myself, like being out at the beach, swimming around in a tail, or even at a pool with my pod. I haven't encountered it, but like I always fear that. Yeah, and, I was. You know, I was. I was called. I was called that. Well, it, it wasn't the thing. Was like it was never. I was never called it to my face, thankfully. But I did see it pop up in. I, it was an event I did, and I saw the comments in the in the on Facebook, and somebody uh, referred to me, and then it just kind of started turned into this big hate thing with people just making fun of me, and oh, you know I. And then one of my girls on my team jumped in there and completely defended me. So, which I was extremely thankful for that. Right. Have you, um, you know, you doing it for so long, have you ever done any children's birthday parties or events or anything? Oh, absolutely. I, um, yeah, I've done, a, a, I've done many parties. I've actually been requested for. Oh, cool. Too. like they're like no we we want merman christian there <laughs> so yeah i've i like i said i've i've done it i've done a lot i've done it try try my best to have kind of done it all when i was really breaking into this business because like i said i had to have kind of you know prove myself and make myself available to every avenue i possibly could right when you do children's events like what's their reaction when they see a merman you know, I mean, it's like the best reactions are especially from the little boys. You know, they're yeah. just they're so excited to see a, a merman and, you know, have the like all the, you know, my armor on. And like if I have a, if I choose to bring like a trident or if I have a crown, like they're just so excited. And I've, I've gotten so many hugs from them and. You know, and just seeing, you know, and especially at an event, if I see a, a little boy wearing a like a little fabric tail, it's just mm -hmm. it's such a great feeling knowing that, you know, when you make an impact like that. Of course, there's always got to be, uh, you know, the little bit of the other side of, you know, doing events is you, there is always that one kid that has to jump in there and ruin it for everybody and spoil the illusion for the other kids. And it's, uh, you got to really know how to be quick and uh, handle that kind of situation. Actually, that was my next question. Do you have like any weird, bizarre stories from doing a party or anything or an event? Uh, well, I will say this, this is one thing that a lot of people seem to think is that when we're performing at events is that a lot of parents think that we're, uh, you know, babysitters. Like oh. if we're not like, if we'll say, say if it's like, if it's not for like a birthday party or anything like that, like if it's at like a public event, like parents literally will just let their, you know, drop their kids off with us and then walk away. What? Yeah, oh no, it's it's definitely happened. Like I did when I performed for um when I did an event at um at a, out at a CBS Studios in Los Angeles, I was performing with a couple other mermaids and like there was there was this, this these these parents that legit let their kids just keep running up 
and trying to like climb on us and, and you know and we're trying to you know we're trying to talk you know we want to talk to everybody and you know right. get, it's a chance to see us and take photos with us too but the you know these parents were just letting their kids kind of run amok mm-hmm. and that's Shame. just that's just something that i i don't i've i've just noticed that a lot when it comes to and we're immobile you know we're in tail right. we're not going we're not going anywhere so right you got to really kind of put on that good face. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's, that's one thing that I, that does bother me sometimes when working events. Um, I really, the only negative experience I've had at an event was I was doing an event at the national aquarium in Baltimore and. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, um, it was like a, a special like Mardi Gras themed gala and I was the photo op with everybody and there was one guy that kept coming up to me and kept saying you know mermaid you know mermaids are or there aren't men mermaids and you know mermaids should be women and all that right. and it just wouldn't leave me alone like it just kept coming up like every half hour and with some with some smart ass comment and it really it really was you know and I didn't have an assistant with me at the time because at the time I was kind of a oh. one I was man show so right i was like oh god what am i gonna do but thankfully yeah. i i used to volunteer at the at that aquarium so a lot of the dive team support completely supported what i did and mm-hmm. they were there and they caught this guy saying that stuff to me and they immediately jumped down his throat so i, I was very thankful for that <laughs> for, right. for them i mean like where the hell do you think mermaids come from Right. Uh, a merman and, and, and a merman have to come like together now, and right and i i look at that you know when i when i get the 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 little minor negativity that i get sometimes i'm like well you know without you know mermen there would be no mermaids right so there you go. yeah uh kind of funny but kind of not but it sounds like you've handled everything very well yeah, I I try my best. I mean, you are you are in character when you're in that tale, and you know you don't want to. The last thing you want to do is leave somebody with a negative experience about you, right? Or and, and you're also representing you know this business, and you want to represent it to the fullest, and you know you want to keep the interest there and engage with people and you know, and encourage them to, you know, if you're really doing the concert, you want to incorporate the conservation thing into your message. Like I do, you, you want to, you want to leave an impact on them and inspire them to go out and on their own separate terms and make a difference on their own. Right. Um, no, you have a lot of videos of you swimming and it looks like you swam all over. Do you like, have you ever swam out of the country or not out of the country, but like in a different country. Um, I did swim in the Aquatron, oh my goodness, Aquatron Aquarium in uh, Canada. Oh, cool. In Halifax one time. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Very salty, but it was, it was pretty awesome. Now, what's your favorite place that you've swam so far? Cause I've seen you've been like in Florida um in numerous pools i think you even had a pool with a few windows mhm i um uh, my favorite place that i've swam so far is definitely uh the florida keys and key largo i swam um 
actually, I think that's one of my YouTube videos. I swam yeah. over top of this statue of Jesus. <laughs> it's cool. about 30 feet underwater and it's covered in fire co- coral. So it's called Christ of the Abyss. Oh, okay. I've seen the title, but I didn't click on it. Yeah, that by far has been my favorite place to swim. Were you worried about encountering like any alligators or crocodiles or anything? <laughs> well, if there were any crocs that far out in the reefs, it would be have to be a saltwater one, I would okay. say. But no, <laughs> I wasn't worried at all about it. I was more worried about jellyfish. Mm-hmm. And one did clip me on my back, and I didn't Ooh. even know it happened until I got out of the boat or out of the water and take a, took a break on the boat. Uh, and I'm just sitting there, you know, eating a snack, and I'm like, man, why is my skin on fire? Right. Touch any of that fire coral on that statue. So, and yeah, that, yeah, it was jellyfish. Huh. Like <laughs> Sneaky little suckers. Yeah, you didn't see any sharks or eels or... No, I I did, uh, I swam through a school of fish, which was pretty awesome. And then uh, we did, there was a sea turtle that I, I tried to swim with at a, you know, obviously at a distance because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to disturb, disturb them or frighten them. But um, it's just, it was too far away to, we tried to get me and the turtle in the same shot, but he was just too far away. Mm -hmm. But it was it was just wild just being out there, you know, in the open ocean over top of a coral reef. Yeah, like I, I can only dream of that. I'm pretty all the the life flourishing around it. It was awesome. Yeah. No, you can hold your breath for three minutes. How long did it take you to get to that point? <laughs> well, three minutes on a good day. We'll oh, say okay. we'll we'll be real here. <laughs> <laughs> It's it took a lot of practice. I mean, it really is about slowing your heart rate down and just oh. full on relaxing and limiting your movement. I mean, I know that's easier said than done when you're in a big thirty pound tail, but it is achievable. Okay. So I mean, I also do. I also try to do a lot of cardio. I don't smoke. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of things factors that lead into that. Right. Have you ever been underwater where they have a breathing tube? I actually have not. I I I tried to. Um, I I got like I guess a, a sample of it, of how the Wikiwachi mermaids breathe yeah. in their tube. But it was just it was it was different. It was it was interesting. But I know I haven't done a, a tube underwater. I mean I am a certified diver, so I I do you know I've done the the regulator and all that. But yeah, never a tube. Hmm. When you were little, did you know about w- Wikiwaki? I didn't. I didn't know what? about it at all until I uh, until I discovered the business. I think I found out about it through, like, the ABC channel or something. They had some type of special on it. I was like, holy shit! My grandparents had a place in Florida. It's been like the following year when we went to Florida. Of course, we had to go there. Right. I, I, I did go and I, I loved it. It was insanely nostalgic and I really appreciated, you know, that factor about it. Like they kept it very, it's been, they kept it nostalgic and I, I loved it. It was great. Now you have so many colors of tails. Do you have a favorite color? 
Oh man. <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. You know, I, <laughs> I look back at, at all my tales and I'm like, man, I, I don't even know if I could pick a, a favorite color combo. Because huh. each one, I look at each, you know, each one has been a new adventure for me. So, or was mm-hmm. a good memory and um, image uh, at that time. So I just, I really, I would say currently my favorite color, com- probably my mer- my Spellbound Tale at the moment, because it, it's just so different and so unique. Right. You know, you there really aren't that many neon tails out there. No. So. I mean, they're becoming a lot more popular, which is which is great. But you know that that color combo, I, I was really selective of that color combo, and I wanted to make sure that everything worked. I actually was inspired by a surfboard that I saw. Oh, cool! <laughs> so that's actually next on my bucket list as far as aquatic achievements go. Is I definitely want to learn how to surf. So, oh, that's fun. Note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say currently my my spellbound one. I but I think uh my next my next silicone finfolk one, I think that that's going to end up probably being my favorite because this it's like a combination of everything I've done over the past 7 years as far as colors and and I'm I'm really psyched for it. Yeah, I like that. I, team is really psyched for it too <laughs> to start yeah. making it for me what do you like to do outside of being a merman well outside of that of that i um i like to read a lot mm-hmm. uh, my favorite author actually recently started following me on instagram which was oh, a nice how cool. <laughs> uh steve alton he writes all of the the meg books and the about um the megalodon and they have the one that the movie is based off of cool yeah he um yeah i i love his work um i do love stephen king because you know what kind of horror fan would i be if i didn't yeah <laughs> uh, my favorite stephen king novel is actually firestarter mm-hmm. uh, let's see so aside from reading obviously i i like to i like to write screenplays i started off i i, I wrote a full screenplay for a film and but it's at the time i wrote it i definitely kind of looking back at it now and rereading it i'm like yeah you, yeah you got to go back in there and uh <laughs> change some things. but um i mean i got approval from tuesday night so there's that oh, cool um i'd like to I like to go sailing when I can. I, I am a self-taught sailor. I've been sailing huh. since I was... I come from a single-parent household, so it really... I've never had a sailing lesson in my life. Hmm. And it was really my mom just taking me to the library, and I used... I rented so many books and VHSs of uh, sailing, and by the time I got on a boat, an actual, you know, a sailboat, I, I knew what to do. <laughs> like, this 12 year old kid just knowing all the ropes. Oh, and wow. Knowing the aims of everything. So, uh, when I can have time to sail, I, I love it so much. I mean, it's definitely a workout. Like, if you don't come off of that with at least a couple bruises, then you're not, <laughs> you're not, you're not really sailing. Right. <laughs> um, uh... and- I actually like to um, I like to garden when I can. Mm-hmm. I, I just love being able to see things flourish, and you know my favorite my favorite thing to grow is sunflowers. So how oh, cool! 
Yeah, that's definitely my my favorite flower. I mean, I mean, you, and you can eat it. I mean, it, how how much better is that? Yeah, <laughs> you you're right. Awesome, pretty flower, and then when it dies, you can eat it. <laughs> uh, no, you mentioned your salt water. Do you have a Mersona? Well, yeah, the, this mer- I am a oh, mermaid right. Christian, saltwater merman, hard hardcore. <laughs> I like the you know he is from the the um the Bahamas. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he uh, he swam up here to because the Chesapeake Bay was was kind of in trouble there for a while, and he swam up here to uh, just make preach conservation and make sure it's it was good to go before he uh goes back back to uh back to the reefs uh <clears throat> very cool so i like to say that's my background that's merman christian's background yeah i like it he's trying to have he's trying to migrate himself over to the pacific waters especially mm. the hawaiian islands so oh that'd be nice yeah an, a an adventure for him coming up. Yeah. Do you have any, Oh, um, I do have a question for you. When I, I was watching that video of you at Mermania and you had like diamonds and makeup on, what kind of glue do you use for the diamonds? And like, what kind of makeup do you use? That's waterproof. Um, I use a lot of Mac stuff. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, their waterproof stuff is just phenomenal. Um, and actually, the glue that I use for all my makeup, well, it, when I'm swimming in a, a pool, because I wouldn't dare swim with diamonds and <laughs> <laughs> all the face bling out in the ocean. Um, actually, spirit gum. Huh. I tried eyelash glue, but I just I found that spirit gum works a lot better for me. Hmm, good to know. Yeah. How long did it take you to? put your makeup on for mermania um it didn't really maybe like 30 minutes i want to say okay not bad once you get done doing all the eye makeup stuff then you got to start gluing all the gluing all the stuff on your face and obviously the smaller the the smaller the jewel is the more of a pain in the ass it is (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, yeah minutes i want to say um what would your dream tale be oh from a a, like a a, oh gosh from anywhere anyone anything no limit money is no object money is no object you know and i've heard a couple other people say this and um i used to always I, I would always, I've been interested in a Mike Vandal tale because he does all of Mermaid Melissa's tales. And I just, I don't know. He, he has a very unique style to him. Um, so I think it would be fun to have one from him one day, just to say that I did. Right. Um, but I mean, honestly, I, you know, I'm really, I'm ha- I, I've had good experiences with, I mean, actually, I've had great experiences with both Finfolk and Mer Taylor. So, I mean, it's it really, I don't really want to single any of these artists out because, I mean, and, and Mer Bellas too, like, there's some really amazing talent in this field. And, um, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with, with who I have right now, like, f- floating between Finfolk and, and Mer Taylor. Like, they're, they're all just great people. So, 
Mm -hmm. I mean, if money was no limit, though, I I would have a tale with, I know my, uh, my idol, Hannah Frazier, she has a tale from Finfolk and it has, I, I believe 22 fins on it. Wow. So if money was no option, you better believe I would be going buck wild with the extra fins. Yeah. Are there any fin requirements that you have to have on a tail? Well, you, did, you know, that's, I, that's a good question. I, um, I, I try to, when it comes to what I, this is just me personally, I feel when you set out to create a, a Mersona that you should at least try to, you know, have characteristics about your look that you want to stick with. I mean, obviously change it up here and there, you know, just to keep things fresh and keep people guessing, but you know, it's trademarks as I, as I like, I guess would be a good word. And, right. you know, have certain things about you that really scream, Oh, that's a, that's definitely a merman Christian thing mm-hmm. or that's a merman Christian tale right there. So uh, one thing that I have always incorporated on all of my tales is my dorsal fin. And this is kind of going back to my love of the style of the splash tail. It's Daryl Hannah has this very long feathered yeah. or dorsal fin and heel fins. And I just, I just love the way that looks. And so of all, all my tails that I've had have always had that on there, some form of the feathery long flowing dorsal fin. And I, and so far, I, I'm pretty sure I, I'm, <laughs> I'm the only merman that really, uh, that really took it, really continues to do yeah. it. I mean, no, I, you're I right. I saw it. I've seen it variations of it on a couple other merman tales, but I've it's definitely a trademark of my look, and I, I definitely have no plan on ditching that. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. and I also love you know I also love the the fluke shapes of the 13th year and the splash tail the the, the lyra shape or lyra however you pronounce that word right no I know what you mean yeah I I love those two styles and those are two styles that I I will always try my best to incorporate on my tails very cool but I do have a tail later down the road that I would like to do that is going to be completely different from anything I've ever done. Oh. So, yeah, that's I'm excited to get to that one. Hmm. I can't wait to see it. How do you feel about them remaking Splash? Oh God, there's there's that question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask that question a lot when they were talking about it with Channing Tatum taking over and you know i i like to go i consider myself somebody that has an open mind so i would i'm going if it even comes to light you know it's it would this was movie was supposed to come out a couple years ago so if it even gets there i'm gonna go into it with a, a fully open mind right um i i feel as long as they keep certain things to that you know the original unique i mean there's there's i mean the original was lightning in a bottle you know there's there's certain about that movie that you will never recapture that's like i i recently heard that now universal is toying with the idea of remaking jaws and what yeah it's i read it the other day and i was like what it's hat like come to that i mean it's bad enough that they remade my favorite horror movie halloween so well we're not going to go into that (laughs) 
I love Rob Zombie as a, as a as a musician, but there are some things that you just do not tinker with, and that was definitely sacred ground. Right. Hmm. But um, as far as Splash goes, I, I feel like, like I said, if if there's certain little elements from the original in there to kind of, so that way people seeing it, they're like, oh yeah, oh good, I'm so glad they they put that in there. Right. So yeah, going into it with an open mind if it ever comes out. So that's kind of where I'm at am with it. Okay. I think the gender swap could be could be cute. And yeah. I've met Shannon Tatum before. I worked with him on Step Up Two. I and thought he's a so. Great guy, such a sweet guy. Aww. And he's got a really good balance of of when it comes time for him to be serious in a role or come he can but he can also be very funny. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Um, I think we're about wrapping it up. Do you have a favorite scene from Splash? <laughs> you know, it, it's it, surprisingly, it's not the bathtub scene. Ah. Um, it's actually it's actually the scene when we first see Madison as an adult in her tail, like swimming over the reef and her going and finding Alan's wallet and then going inside the ship. Like that's that's my favorite scene. Yeah. And then, of course, she has that brief run-in with um, Eugene Levy, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's uh, always fantastic. I, I love him. Uh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> um, do you have any words of encouragement for anyone who's kind of thinking about getting a tail, but they're not quite sure? Well, you know, I'm not prejudiced on really any form of tail i just you know i i feel that when you're well when you're starting out i definitely feel that you should start in fabric first and then you know work your way up to a silicone tail like there was this awful rumor going around about me for a a a moment a while back that i was i just i don't like anybody in a fabric tail which is completely untrue but i will bury that rumor right here and now that if if anybody had done their homework, they would see that I started off in a form of fabric tail. So why, you know, I'm obviously not going to be prejudiced about that. I mean, one of my girls on my team has a fabric tail or a couple fabric tails and, you know, she's used them at events and, you know, I, I think all tails are, you know, are, are great in their own different way. So, but I do recommend starting in a fabric tail and then working your way up. I mean, because a silicone tail is, it is a major investment. Yeah. Not only is it an investment on your, your wallet, but <laughs> it's also an investment on the tail maker's time. It's an investment on, you know, on how the maintenance required to make sure that it stays. Right. Like my thin folk tail, I've had that tail since um, 2015. And I, I, tr- I try to k- keep it in the best form of care I can possibly do. I've only really had to do two very minor repairs on that in the past. Mm -hmm. And it still looks, I mean, it still looks brand new because I've just taken such good care of it. Mm -hmm. So I like anybody getting the tail, just, just kind of know what, what you're in for when you set out to really do this and create a Mersona. Like if you, and really, really decide and have your feet grounded on what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. 
So now I'm at, you know, I, that when I started in this business, I had to cater to all avenues. So, but now I'm, you know, I, I'm trying to grow and do different things in this business. So like, as you can see, I've, um, I launched um, a new campaign a couple years ago called reformation. Right. And that was, that was going back to an earlier question you asked me about the, the coral reef thing and the conservation. And it's just, you know, I'm try I've been trying to raise awareness and get people more involved about coral bleaching. And, you know, when, when the bleep, the major bleachings were happening that, and they continue to happen at the time when they were kind of newer, I was like, that's going to be an issue. This is something that needs to be addressed publicly. Right. And, you know, at the time, that's when I, when I developed reformation, I, I had taken a year off of, of the business. I just, I was so tired. I needed a rest. And I was like, all right, well, Christian, you're going to come back with something completely new and different. And that's how I developed, um, I call it the evolution trilogy. And basically each installment of this trilogy is a different campaign. It's inspired by a different culture of the world and it's going to have a different environmental message. Oh, cool. So right now I'm finishing reformation. This is actually my final year. And I, I did something kind of different with this final year for it, I actually kind of rebranded it because for when I started, when I kicked it off back in 2018, I was, you know, it was all about coral bleaching, coral bleaching, dead corals, all that. And, you know, at, and I, I feel that I, you know, I've raised quite a bit of awareness for it. And I've, I have other people now using my hashtags for it. And I'm like mermaid Malia who lives down in Hawaii. She's, she was, she's been a great support of it. And she's been using all my, you know, my hashtags for it and trying to help, you know, spread that, spread the reformation mm-hmm. <laughs> of our reefs. But it was kind of also a reformation of myself and my merman character, because then, you know, now, like, I feel like I'm free and I can grow as an artist and really do different things that I've been wanting to do instead of breaking down every door that I could to right. make a difference and make the mermen in this business feel safe and feel welcome. I get so many emails all the time and I still continue to get them from people all over the world saying to me, you know, I saw you on this thing or, oh, I saw you on ABC. I saw you on YouTube and, you know, I've been following you and thank you so much for giving me the strength and the courage to get out there and do what I want to do. Like, and I feel that's the greatest payoff to what I do and what keeps me going. So, um, so going back to the reformation thing, I'm rebranding it this year. I decided, you know, there's been so much negativity in the world and in the, and, and even in the mermaid community, you know, in recent years. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. Let's bring happiness back. Let's bring a good positive vibe going again. And, you know, so I decided to, Tate, you know, rebranded as kind of more of like a, I guess like a, a celebration, like a, a dance, like a, you know, you just want to just dance. You want to yeah. have fun. Yeah. Celebrate. Instead of talking about the dead coral, let's talk about the life that still thrives around it. Let's talk about the animals and let's just have fun. Let's be, be excited again. You know, if you're excited about something, you know, just scream it. Be, yeah. Who, who, I mean, who gives a damn what anybody thinks, you know, you get blessed with one life, you know, make the most of it. So that's why I re- rebranded reformation is kind of, uh, I just, I don't know if you've seen, um, 
I released a teaser poster for for it, and it has you know I my, a brand new logo of mine on there, and it still has the reformation moniker, but I I changed my logo and. I kind of, it looks, uh, my friend referred to it as, wow, this looks like a, like a dance album. Yeah, <laughs> no, nope, I, I agree. I know it. I've seen it. I, I agree. And I was like, well, I mean, that's what I was going for. Let's just, let's just have fun. Let's celebrate the life in the ocean now. So as I, you know, as my last year for reformation, I want to go out with a, with a bang and with a, a voice and a shout instead of a whimper. So, um, and then yeah. I'm going to take a, a little breather in there before I, launch the part two of the trilogy the next campaign and the only thing i will say about that one is it's going to definitely be a more uh spiritual journey so going with like the the positivity i'm kind of launching with the last year of reformation is going to bleed over into that much much more so get get ready for that okay cool yeah i i've got a quick question are you musically inclined I uh, I can play the saxophone. Okay. I l- love the saxophone. I, it's been a while since I picked it up, but I, I think I could get back in that groove if I had a, some practices. But uh, yeah, I can I can do saxophone. Um, I did I did a semester of guitar when I was in high school, so music's always been kind of in my family. So. Okay. Like, is there anything you can't do? <laughs> we'll fly but we're getting uh, there right right there you go it, i was just thinking like it, it would be cool uh, you mentioned the picture kind of being like an album cover you could do like a music video type thing maybe you know i've thought i think about that all the time like you should you know, what love to do like a sort of form of music video even if there's no like lyrics to the video just maybe you know doing like a maybe like something with like a club vibe like i have this idea of basically what would be like a music video of following merman christian on like a journey from the city you know the city to the the ocean and a single like a single day or like from sundown to sun up you know i i would love to shoot something like that and i mean i i know um i know people that could do it it's just i would really have to sit down and storyboard it out yeah, that'd be cool. And put like some like real sick like club beat behind it. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I I think we've covered everything. I can't really think of anything else. Can you? I I think we got it all. We got it all. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna say I think you need to write a book though, like an autobiography or a memoir or something. I've, to get you know, I've actually been toying with that idea recently. So I, I might, I might do it. I just, I just have to really think of just how I want to go about doing it and just the things I want to cover. I mean, it, it it's going it to be, it's going to be a thick little book probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, yeah, I, I am. So for those listening that are going to be listening and I am thinking about it. Oh, so it, it is in the works. Ah, well, good. Yeah, like, if you do let me know, and I'll do, like, a little promo or whatever and advertise on the show. Be like, hey, do you guys remember when blah, 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 blah. Like, it finally happened. Absolutely. It finally happened. Yeah. (laughs) Never seen that. the music video. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, 
Um, well, all, I'll, all I'll say is just, you know, um, I just, I wish everybody, you know, all the, the new folks that are coming into the business and I, you know, I encourage you go out there and, and make it your own. Be, be original, be unique, and just don't let anybody tell you no. Right. And I just hope that everybody uh, continues to follow my, my new campaigns that I've started doing, because once I'm finished with the Evolution Trilogy, I definitely have... A, the, probably the next one after that is going to be uh, something... The next couple after that, I already have kind of in the works. So, <laughs> like, I plan... Uh... Well, I just want to just hope everybody will just follow me and keep uh, keep sharing. And I just want to thank everybody for following me all these years. And I hope they continue to do so. Yeah, definitely. I'll put links to everything we mentioned in the show notes, too. Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Merman Christian. It's been an absolute. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been an honor. Uh, well, have a good. Wow. What a great interview. There's a lot to take away from that. If you'd like to follow the Merman podcast on social media, there's a few platforms you can do it. You can go to Facebook and type in the Merman Podcast in the search bar. It'll pop right up. You can give it a like. You can go to Instagram and type in the Merman Podcast, but with underscores in between each word. So it would be the underscore Merman underscore podcast and give it a follow. You can follow on iTunes or whatever platform you like to listen to podcasts on, where, or I'm on eight of them. You can email the Merman Podcast, mermanpodcast at gmail.com, all one word. And you can even send a voice message to the Merman Podcast. All you have to do is download the Anchor app, find the Merman Podcast, and hit voice message, and it'll send it to me. And I can even play it on the show. In February, I plan to drop two new episodes. I have one recorded already. And I'm hoping to do a special one for February that I think would be a lot of fun. So until next time, keep on swimming.